With open networks, BYOD, and information sharing, education is consistently one of the top 10 targeted industries for cybercriminals. That's why Malwarebytes detects or blocks over 4 million threats daily. Stay protected. Talk to Malwarebytes and enable your school to teach fearlessly. Hello, it's Wade Zaglis here, Education Editor for Education Review. Hot topic today is renewables and sustainability. One school that has been a trailblazer in this area is Presbyterian Ladies College in Melbourne, which is committed to 100% net renewables by 2020. Today we're talking with their business manager, Hamish Blair. Thank you, Wade. Hamish, how does a school become 100% renewable these days? And is there a difference between 100% renewable and 100% net renewable? We are taking an initiative to source our power from uh, three different sources. We're installing an on-site solar farm on the roofs of uh, some of our buildings. We're going to be taking some power from an off-site solar farm up near Mildura in northwestern Victoria. Yep. And we're also going to be taking some power from a wind farm down towards the 12 Apostles. Yep. There are some days, clearly, uh, when, you're taking, when you've got renewable energy, there are some days when... Uh, the wind's not blowing and the sun is not shining. So you need to source uh, power from traditional Mm -hmm. uh, reed, dirty sources uh, to make up the shortfall. So what we're doing is we're making sure that the amount of power that we get from our three renewable sources is more than enough to offset not only our own power consumption, but the power that we're going to take from the grid. And so that's why we're saying on a net basis, we are generating more power from renewables than we're going to use So overall, we're exporting more power than we're using. How did the decision to become 100% renewable develop in your school? Was it a long consultation process? It actually did happen in a fairly short amount of time. We were visiting at another school that had put in a fairly large and substantial solar array and we were impressed with what they had done. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they had done that with the use of a consultant that we had used on uh, different projects uh, ourselves. So there was a, a point of connection there. At the same time, I was approached by Flow Power to see if we were interested in entering into a long-term power purchase agreement, Mm -hmm. uh, say 10 years, in order to take power from uh, these virtual renewable uh, plants. They sort of talk about it, it's how they talk about it, but effectively taking power from these uh, off-site solar and wind. So we uh, worked with our consultants to understand our own power consumption, not only during the, the year, but also during the day. And then we modeled that uh, in comparison to um, what power we might be able to generate from solar, what power we might be able to generate from wind. And obviously, you know, solar power only works when the sun's shining. There's less solar power available in winter than in summer. Yeah. Um, but wind picks up in the evening. So perhaps as the solar power is declining, the wind power is picking up. Sure. So we did a fairly detailed analysis of our own power requirements and overlaid that with what the renewables might be expected to generate to come up with the amount of solar panels and off-site solar and wind that we needed, but also the mix of each of those three components uh, was optimised to match uh, the demand with the supply. How important was student input and feedback to the process, Hamish? We know that the students are very uh, keen to see the school to become um, more socially responsible around solar uh, and water and waste, and so... We've had you know, regular feedback around uh, these types of ideas uh, from the students uh, over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we've we've taken our lead uh, from them in, in pursuing these opportunities. Does the school have any other sustainability programs running, such as a you know a small farm? Um, we don't have any uh, we don't have any small farms, but we do harvest uh, an awful lot of water off the roofs of our buildings, which we use for toilet flushing mm-hmm. uh, and for irrigation, um, which is great. And uh, we're, we're a mix of old and new. We've got some old buildings that. Um, a bit harder to make uh, more sustainable, but certainly all our new buildings uh, have and will have uh, sustainability as a, as a key feature. And in fact, we want to make sure that those features are you know, shown off and the girls can actually see how the building works from a sustainability perspective. We don't want to hide it away behind the walls or in the bowels of the, um, of the basement. We actually want the girls to actually you know, see and, and understand uh, all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it really clear and visual. Yeah. Yeah. It's a learning opportunity. It is, exactly. And I think you're heading in the right direction. Um, Hamish Blair, Business Manager for Presbyterian Ladies College in Melbourne, thank you so much for talking to Education Review.